1: Most of us likely are unaware of how deeply children are impacted by abuse, or how challenging it is to overcome the effects of abuse. Aisha Shale gives us an inside look at the courage of an incest and ritual abuse survivor. In her book, Life Gave Me Lemons and I Made Champagne, Aisha exposes long-hidden family secrets, as well as her own, and articulates how, in a moment of deep despair at age 16, she took an action that shifted the energetic patterns and behaviors of her entire family. In the midst of setbacks and distress, she decreed, I won't give in, and I won't give up. At the heart of this compelling story is a woman whose original intention was to reclaim her life, but she uncovered so much more. Valeria Telles interviews Aisha Shale, the author of Life Gave Me Lemons, and I Made Champagne. In a search for happiness, which seems so elusive to her, Aisha embarked on a journey in 1989, which led her not only to the awareness that she had been deeply traumatized and abused as a child, but also to the reawakening that there is much more to experience than the five physical senses. After many years of studying metaphysics and transforming her life, Aisha has emerged with her own synthesis of spiritual insights, gifts, and skills. She now offers the wisdom and the expertise that she has gained through her journey to help others accelerate their own transformation. Although she is certified as a holistic coach and Reiki master, her natural abilities lie beyond the realm of those designations. For those who are ready, she serves as a clear channel for ascended spiritual beings to speak through her and for healing energies to flow through her so that individual consciousness can be elevated to higher frequencies. Aisha's passion is to push the limitations of the human experience into the stratosphere of the highest spiritual perception so that all limitations are transcended and the human experience then becomes the highest spiritual experience possible, one of infinite light, infinite love, infinite joy, and infinite peace. Meet Aisha at AishaShale.com and AishaUnfiltered.com. Here is the interview with Aisha Shale.
0: In your own words, who is Aisha Shale? <laughs> In my
2: own words, I would start first by saying I am an individuated spirit which has been created by source or god whatever we call that infinite intelligence and from there i have come into this human form called aisha and as aisha i have an understanding from the spiritual perspective that i came here for divine purpose to bring healing into my family of origin, and that's been completed. And I'm moving forward now into serving based on my own life experiences, serving others.
0: So how did you come to these understandings, Aisha, about yourself and life?
2: It has taken me quite a long time. When I was abused as a child, I repressed all of my memories and those didn't begin coming until I was in my early 40s. And once that happened, I began to question everything about my life. And then I began to see that there's so much more to life than just our human form and the five senses so it's been rather an unfolding over time and the more i went into my healing the more i began to understand there was very much pain in my childhood but it served its purpose because of the things that the actions that i took actually stopped the ritual abuse it ended. So I brought forth a new energy signature in my family of origin.
0: What a fascinating healing journey to be in. I'll be asking you more questions in the moment. Before that, it's interesting the way you talk about suffering, that there is a purpose in a way behind that. So would you say that all suffering and pain have a purpose, a higher purpose per se?
2: I can't speak for everyone about that, but certainly that is true in my life. And healing the suffering is what brought me back to my authentic self. And as I did my healing, it's my perception and my belief that I opened up a portal. Every time I was doing really deep healing work, that portal opened up for others who were maybe spiritually aware and looking for ways to heal so that my healing, the healing of one is the healing of many. And I feel like that's what I've been working on as I've been healing, giving others that chance and at a spiritual level. And now I'm ready to work with people one-on-one and do things face-to-face with people. I really want to become a speaker and be able to reach out to people from my heart, from this human place.
0: I love the way you talk about reading some of the materials about you, about your book. You talk about infinite mind, infinite love, infinite peace. So how would you describe infinite mind? What is that like? To me,
2: infinite mind, and we are all a part of that, is the overarching intelligence with which we are all connected it's that overarching energy which holds everything to me infinite mind is what brings forth Everything, beginning with the sun, the stars, the moon, and then all of the creation came forth from that infinite mind. And it's my perception that we are just actually all held in the infinite mind, having our experiences here. The infinite mind is all overarching and over-encompassing everything. It's all held within that infinite mind that's how i perceive infinite mind
0: would you say that has something to do with the term that we use often use oneness
2: yeah yes i think so it's 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 the same thing in a different term infinite mind and oneness it's all the same thing just in different terms
0: i love when you say that my healing is your healing that's because we are connected Right, Aisha, because everything comes from that infinite mind, as you say. So that makes sense that we affect one another.
2: Yes, I think that's true. Certainly, I believe that's true. And if I've been created by that infinite mind, that infinite source, then everything else is also coming forth from that infinite source. And that means we are all connected. We may not be aware of it. I don't know people on the other side of the world face to face, but we still all share that same connecting
0: bond. I have another question for you about the idea of choosing to be here in a human body and to experience all the things that we experience, the suffering, the pain. Is that something that we choose to do or do you have a different perspective on that?
2: Well, I can't speak again for others, but for me, I believe that I did make the choice to come into this human form and have this unique and direct experience because I brought about healing in the family of origin, and I am now ready to bring to others their own authenticity by helping them connect to their own oneness, the the divine mind. And so, yes, I believe I came here. Nobody would come into a life, I don't think, to suffer unless there was some really deep purpose for it, especially the kind of things that I've gone through. Many human beings have not even heard of abuse, the kind that I've gone through. And so for me to have come in with the expectation to go through that and being so divinely supported throughout the childhood when it was taking place. And then the recovery, that I believe is divine purpose. And I agreed to that before I incarnated.
0: So would you say it's a mystery? The opposite of that, per se, when some of us go through horrible experiences and Some of us don't leave this legacy, don't engage in healing or nothing really come out of that. So if you could talk to me for a moment about that, of course, from your perspective.
2: I believe that sometimes people go through suffering and they somehow lose track of their individual connection to source and they don't really reach out for the help. They just... They don't have a framework in their mind somehow that allows them to move beyond the energies of suffering, the thoughts of it, and they don't reach beyond that to what is available to
0: help them heal. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, it really does. It seems like you believe that we can change. We can choose to come here and suffer. For with a purpose, and then we might choose not to do that, not to let's say fulfill that purpose. Is that something that could happen?
2: Yes, I think you're right. I think it could be either way. We come here to do the suffering and then we heal from it. Or maybe there is some purpose for an individuated spirit to come and do the suffering and never move out of it. Maybe there is some divine purpose in that too for the individual spirit as well as the infinite one.
0: I really love this idea of choice, having choices and being able to be flexible with it too, changing whenever we can. I mean, it has to do with flexibility and with openness. But at the same time, for some reason, it comes to me that there is no such a thing as control or trying to lead the experiences here in a human form, as you call it. Because I do believe that there's this infinite intelligence that I call life itself that's just doing what it does. Like we are nature, not apart from nature. So it just does what it does. But that's such a beautiful dance that sometimes is really not something that we can explain away or rationalize.
2: Yes, I agree with what you're saying. And I believe it's my perception that we come here and we are given free will so that we have choice and we can choose to move with the flow of life and be in concert with that, or we can maybe choose to stay in suffering. It comes down to our individual choice.
0: And with that in mind, if we can hold that, then it's unconditional love, isn't it? Unconditional wholeness, unconditional beingness. (laughs) Because we can do so many things. We can go in any direction, and that's okay. I mean, it seems to be okay. <laughs> it might not be okay in the end.
2: <laughs> yes, I agree with that. I, I would say, for me, that going into that state of unconditional love and just living that way, that is, for me, a state of perfection, being in that state of unconditional love for me that's just that's just living perfectly
0: what is your idea of balance is there something a destination to get
2: it's more like to me balance is being heart centered and focusing on my heart for guidance and when I do that then everything else just seems to fall into place and then you know the emotional physical mental spiritual or oh, everything just comes in into a nice place of wholeness. So to me, balance is wholeness.
0: With this dance of life, of just being here in the human body and experiencing all these, uh, this array of colors, of tastes, of everything else in between. What is liberation? What is freedom, Asian? What are we looking for in the end?
2: I guess maybe that would be an individual thing, what each individual desires to accomplish or achieve. For me, liberation is moving beyond all of that old pain and
0: suffering and being free to be who I am. When it comes to healing, What are the signs uh, for some of us, not speaking from that place of, let's say, spiritual teachings, becoming a, a spiritual teacher like yourself, but what are the signs for most of us that we are becoming healed, per se?
2: If I may, I would like to start back a step and say the first sign of healing, at least in my life, was that I was not happy. I knew that. And I kept thinking, well, someday I will be happy. But until I began to take action and look at my life and question everything, that's when the healing really began to take place. So for me, beginning to feel my feelings, that was a major step in the healing process that I knew I was on track because I had repressed, even as an adult, I didn't know what it felt like to be angry. I had never had the opportunity to express or experience that. So possibly that goes back to individuals. It's however the individual looks for and wants to see the signs of healing.
0: And how do you define spirituality these days, Aisha?
2: I would say... For me, spirituality is, and I don't mean to offend anyone here, but stepping away from church doctrine and really giving myself the experience of having the freedom to allow God to be fully present in my life and let go of the doctrine about who other people might think God is and just allow God to reveal God, goddess self to me and living in that framework of spirit rather than doctrine and the things that are surrounding us.
0: So in a way, spirituality, the way you describe, it's not really connected to belief systems, is it?
2: For me, no, it isn't. It's being connected to the God, goddess Mm -hmm. within me.
0: Would you say it's more connected to intuition, to natural wisdom, or inner wisdom?
2: Yes, I agree. I do think so.
0: Yeah, it comes to me, and that's how I, I tend to look at spirituality. It's something that is—it feels natural to us in a very individual level, very personal. It's. Ah, there's something about it that the the sense of connectivity with the body and then the alignment that it has with the mind, thoughts, and then that expands to the outside. And then you see how beautiful this is and what a miracle it is to be here now talking to you like in this moment, it's amazing, it amazes me. I' like this is fulfillment. it's amazing how some of us don't get to realize that.
2: yes, I agree wholeheartedly with everything that you've just said yes and i think that until i was able to do the healing work and become reconnected with my heart i just couldn't see the Mm -hmm. beauty in the world or the beauty in people
0: so healing and spirituality they are very much connected to right Aisha? Yes, I believe they are. Yes. Yeah. Healing, spirituality, authenticity, and so on with the goodness, (laughs) if we can call it that, and separate things. (laughs) What do you love most about being in a human form? Well, that's a really
2: interesting question. No one has ever asked me that before. I would have to say that it's just experiencing the guidance and the wisdom that's been coming to me and knowing that this wisdom is from not just my own human experience here, there is actually a higher source, a higher mind that I am connected to and that there is just so much support and love coming to me from that source, God, goddess, whatever we call that. I think to me that is just the most phenomenal thing to realize that there's just so much more beyond my human form that I am, that I am connected to, and that just kind of over, not overshadows, that's not the right word, but it just really, it amps up all of the other experiences knowing, because I was so disconnected from God during my childhood. I had experiences at age 12 that just caused me to build a wall around my heart. So I thought, and that disconnected me. So now that I have healed all of that, it just gives me this wonderful feeling of connection to God and being of of service here.
0: At this time, what do you think is the world's greatest need? And do you feel that the events in 2020 are somehow connected to a higher, uh, more elevated way of living and being in this planet?
2: The first part, what we need, what I think we need most is to let go of fear, because it's the fear of what's going on that's holding everything in place and just creating more of it and the opposite of fear to me is love so we need more love and as far as the way of living I do believe that there is a spiritual awakening going on and it's manifesting in my perception a little bit silently it's kind of taking place as an undercurrent and it is changing what we will be experiencing as long as we continue to focus on love and let go of our belief in what media is bringing to us and the fear that's being projected onto us. Yes, I think we'll come out of this in a much better place And hopefully with much more respect for our individuality, which is at the same time our connection
0: to each other. So you wrote the book... Life Gave Me Lemons and I Made Champagne. I love the title of your book. It always makes me smile when I look at it. Champagne. That is very interesting. (laughs) So how did you become a writer and what was the main inspiration and intention of writing your book, Isha?
2: I had never written anything before, so I became a writer because I was guided to put down on paper the things I had experienced and my journey through that healing process. And there were two reasons for writing the book. One was to actually get out in print the things that I experienced to bring to light to the world that which I had experienced because in doing so, I brought out of the darkness the abuse and everything that was going on in my family. And once you bring it out into the light, then there's healing. And so the purpose of the book was to, the second purpose was to anchor in all of that healing work that I did in my family of origin because bringing it into print really anchored the new energy signature which came forth based on the experiences that I had and what I brought into that family of origin.
0: So if you could disclose some of the your story of your healing and spiritual journey, that would be wonderful, Aisha, for the audience.
2: I think what really came out of my healing experience and what I really value most And it's hard to put a value on it because it's all valuable. But what I really appreciate most was letting go of everything that was not me and coming back into my own spiritual self. And what really was maybe the highlight I was asking God, will you please show me who I really am? Because I was all, I was surrounded by all of the energies of the abuse and all of the things projected onto me. And I'd gotten to a point where I didn't really know who I was other than what had been projected onto me. So I was asking God, please show me who am I And so I had this experience one night, I went to bed, and I got awake in the middle of the night, and there was this shimmering presence in the room, and it was kind of like, it looked kind of like a tunic, and there was no head, no body, nothing like that, just this presence, and it was in this distinct form, and so... I knew there was something familiar about it. And the next day I went to my coach and I said, I had this experience. I really want to know what this is. And as he was doing the muscle testing, I already knew even before he confirmed it. I saw my own energy, my own essence. God answered my prayer and showed me who I really am. I was thinking in terms of personality. God, am I this? Am I that? And God really brought to me my own essence and showed me who I really am at my core. Do you believe
0: that everything is energy?
2: I do, yes. And I see that and believe it even more and more and more. Yes. I've even seen trees vibrate.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. Right. Especially in nature. It's so, uh, wow, that's so clear. To me, it is too. Yeah, I can sense that, feel the energy. So when it comes to energy, it kind of surprised me that we are able to contract the energy to this idea of I, of the me, especially when we talk about wounds and all the belief systems that we have adopted. Uh, it kind of makes sense, but it's really amazing because energy is free and it's boundless. It's open. It amazes me that we can do that. As individual wholeness, we are able to hold on to the energies and and make something else out of it, make something very small, actually. Do you want to make a comment, Ishanané, if I could?
2: Uh, Yes, that's very clear, and I agree. And to me, that's what transformation is all about, changing and shifting the energy from something that we don't want into something that we do want.
0: Yeah, so it's a, a shift. And that's another question that I usually ask myself and others here on the podcast, It's it possible to navigate this reality without any belief systems, without holding on to stories and ideas of who we are in that sense of individuality and separation?
2: There may be some people who are able to do that. For me, that wasn't possible because of my life experiences. And it seems like as children, we are so molded by parents well-meaning parents and society and churches and that becomes a part of our reality and we just remain with that unless we choose to question our life and ask well is that true for me and that is for me that was questioning everything that I'd gone through and my beliefs and where this all come from that was what brought me to healing so I think that it comes back to the transformation thing, letting go of what I don't want and embracing what I do want.
0: And that sounds very much like a, another choice that's coming from the separated self to be free, yeah, from suffering and pain, right? So you are a personal transformation specialist and holistic coach. What is like to work with you, Asian? Online, offline, groups? How does it work?
2: I'm offering one-on-one sessions. People can sign up on my website for sessions with me, half an hour or an hour. And I can do that by phone or we can do it by uh, Zoom, whichever works best. I'm, I'm really wanting to offer to the clients whatever is going to work best for them. I offer different types of modalities the spiritual coaching for those who want a more grounded approach for people who really are looking to get into a spiritual practice i can channel metatron and i channel the energies of mary magdalene so we can bring that into the session it's it can be tailored to exactly whatever the client is looking for and needs
0: when it comes to cults and uh, let's say, religious beliefs, all these, these systems, um, belief systems, what are the signs that we are getting involved or we are in the midst of that? What is your message for those who who are looking for a group to belong to, but they are not able to discern?
2: I was born into a family where the cult was already present so I don't really have any knowledge of what it would be like to be discerning among groups other than following the heart. To me, that heart connection will always guide us. And if we're looking at groups and something just doesn't feel right, like the entire COVID thing did not feel right to me from the get-go, we are guided And I believe that when we ask for help in discerning something, it will come to us through the heart. So for me, I was already enmeshed in the cult and it was up to me to begin to question that. That was how I was able to release myself from the cult.
0: So going back to the heart and its wisdom... It's listening to that voice. It is about love, isn't it, Aisha? So in a way, it's very simple to know. It feels, uh, it's not that it feels right, but there's a a feeling, a sense of peace when we are walking in the right direction, per se, or, or doing something that's good for ourselves and others. There's a sense of peace, has been my experience, which is connected to love, So we're almost at the end. I do have a few more questions for you, the ending questions. Would you like to add anything else or read a passage in your book?
2: I would like to add it's been such a pleasure to have this conversation with you. You like the deep conversations. I also really enjoy delving into things like that. And if I may, just a bit from the last chapter of my book courage is what I would consider to be the master key. For me, courage was the way to get through the healing. Courage directed me to look unflinchingly at the truth. It gave me the strength to live when I wanted so very much to die. Courage has been the determinant in my successful transformation because courage is power. It shores up our life and moves us through any challenge. The word courage comes from the Latin root core, which means heart. If you browse a thesaurus for a synonym for courage, you probably will not See the word power or spirit, but I perceive that's what courage actually is spiritual power coming through the heart, and the heart is our connection to source. And by simply directing that source energy to help us and giving our consent for help, we will consistently receive it. My life is evidence Mm -hmm. of that.
0: Beautiful evidence of that. (laughs) Thank you so much for your presence in that reality and the wisdom that you allow, this natural and universal wisdom that you allow to flow through you. Thank you again for your presence, Aisha. Thank you. You're welcome. What was the hardest lesson to learn about yourself and life as of today? The
2: hardest lesson I think I've had to learn is that my egoic mind has been very powerful in keeping me angered in suffering. And it's been a real challenge to overcome that and bring my ego into a place of light and love. Not that it's completely there yet, but, <laughs> but certainly on its way. And I think that's been, for me, the most challenging thing to accept that my ego has had so much control over my life, over my heart.
0: I think we all can relate to that at some level, for sure. And another question. So I have three more questions. Uh, What is another word for healing?
2: Another word for healing for me would be
0: transformation, coming back to that word again. And transformation is very different than change, right, Aisha? It's not the same thing, is it?
2: I, I think it's different. For me, change is more like making a change in the human life that we're, you know, moving to a new house. But transformation is changing energy, shifting energy.
0: Mm, yes, that resonates. And my last question is, what are three things you wish everyone to experience before they lose the body, before we die?
2: Their authentic connection to Source and the joy and the love that that brings, and being able to express themselves fully and being able to just be joyful.
0: Thank you so much again. And before we say goodbye, where can we find more information about you, your books, products, services, and future projects? You can go
2: to my website. It's my first and last name, Aisha, dot com, And the information that you need to reach me, you can reach me through my contact form there. And I'm offering a consultation, 10-minute consultation to anyone who has questions before they actually sign up for something and there is a new blog i've started it's called asia unfiltered it's a-i-s-h-a-u-n-f-i-l-t-e-r-e-d.com and i'm going to be bringing forth some new ideas i'm being guided by source to bring forth some new thoughts so that would be another place where you could touch base
0: Wonderful. I'll have those two links on your podcast profile. Thank you so much again, Asia, and we'll talk soon. You're welcome. Thank
2: you. Thank you. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening. To learn more about Asia Shale and her work, please visit AsiaShale.com and AsiaUnfiltered.com.